amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been to dispensaries all over the United States, but I've never seen one this unique. So nice. Amazing vibe. Some of the best customer service I've had in a store. Blows my expectations out of the water. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. Hey guys, it's Hunter from Murder and Such. So we're actually going to put out this episode in between episodes 48 and 49, but we took down the Murderly mashup episode concerning the fact that we are no longer with the Murderly Network, and most of the shows that were on that episode are actually also no longer with the Murderly Network. But this is still a very crazy case that I really want to put back into your guys' ears, so we're going to be releasing this today. So... This is the episode of Vincent Lee and his Greyhound bus escapades that happened up in Canada. But don't forget that you need to go to murderandsuch.com to either check out the t-shirts or to submit questions for episode 50. It will be our second year anniversary episode, and we need your questions. That way we can make the episode. There is a link on the top of the page where you can submit one anonymously, or you can use the email contact at the bottom of the page. But anyways, without further ado, here is the case of Vincent Lee, as previously recorded, if that's a thing. I am your host, Hunter. And I'm Haley. And we welcome you to Murder and Such. We are a podcast about murders, the macabre, true crime, serial killers, and other dark subject matter. We are a bi-weekly, sometimes more often podcast that discuss a range of disgusting topics and sprinkle in some crappy jokes and a ton of foul language. We are not professionals by any stretch of the imagination, and we are not recommended for children, and our opinions are strictly our own. We have heavily researched each topic ourselves and don't rely on our fans or friends to do our work for us. Nope. But hey, you get the gist of it, so let's do a little mini episode and give you a taste of what we have to offer. And typically, in the fashion of murder and such, Haley and I go back and forth and we pick a subject that we personally would like to talk about and we kind of have a little bit of storytelling. But since this is going to be kind of a small episode welcoming you guys to our show, it's actually going to be my pick. And I'm going to tell you a little bit from a story up in Canada. This particular case will be abridged, but all of the facts and grisly details will be included. So here goes. This story takes place in Manitoba. You may have heard the case of 22-year-old Timothy McLean crossing paths with 40-year-old Vincent Lee. Timothy McLean was born on October 3rd, 1985, outside of Winnipeg in the town of Eli, Manitoba. He was an outgoing, social, and loving man as he grew up. He could make friends anywhere that he went, and he could speak to anyone about pretty much any subject matter. Yeah, very much like myself. Uh, kinda. He was also a big fan of the group ICP, and when he was older, he managed to get a Marvin the Martian tattoo on his left bicep and had a spider tattooed on his right shoulder. Seemed like a pretty decent individual to pretty much anybody. I mean, you socialize with a lot of people with your job. 
I do, you know, and I also been to the gathering a couple times myself, so yeah. I already relate to this guy pretty well. <laughs> oh, God. I forgive you. His restlessness and thirst for adventure had led him on a path that might see as bizarre, but Tim thought of it as pretty exciting. That's when his friend, Tiffany LaBelle, had proposed him an offer that he couldn't pass up. She had invited him for a summer trip to become a carny at a local carnival that he fell in love with. He could meet people of all walks of life, manage his own game arena, and build a camaraderie and friendship with some of the most solid people in his life. He was living his own personal dream, traveling with friends, recording his travels on a vlog, and you can't fault anybody for that. He did this for a few years and even took the Greenhound bus to many places, most likely so he could talk to other bus riders and be just as charismatic and personable as he could be with complete strangers. You know, and I've been on a Greyhound bus. I took a 23-hour bus ride to Denver and back about, about six that. years ago. I was like 19, 20. It was, one of, it was amazing. Like, there were a couple weirdos, and, like, we did have to pull over a couple times because there was, like, people drinking on the bus. But getting to sit next to people, like, I made friends that I'm, I still follow on Facebook. Like, right. I met some girl that was hitchhiking, and she had just saved an owl previous, like, on the previous <laughs> bus ride. Bring it on the bus? Yeah, she didn't have it with her, but I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. But, yeah, I, I see this guy's, you know, I can relate to him wanting to be on the bus. Like, I love taking the Greyhound, and not everybody uh, does, but I I did. couldn't do it. I'd, I'd need to be drinking on the bus to get through a trip like that oh it's great i had a great not time. to mention it i'd probably eat some shitty taco bell and then they'd have to stop the bus all the time if there wasn't a bathroom on board nope yep they only stop at mcdonald's only stop at McDonald's. <laughs> that just that just invites diarrhea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god well when tim was 22 he finally set in motion a plan to finally move and settle into british columbia when wanting to travel home to Winnipeg, he hopped on bus 1170, much like he had done many times before. But this would be the last one that he ever took. Vincent Lee was born on April 30th of 1968. He was a Chinese immigrant from the town of Dandong, Liaoning, China. He had graduated with a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Wuhan Institute of Technology. He had immigrated to Canada on June 11th of 2001, and he had become a citizen on November 7th of 2006. Unfortunately, Vincent was diagnosed with severe schizophrenia in 2005 and had social troubles, even just talking to people or trying to keep a coherent conversation. He was unfortunately not medicated at the time, and while we fully support those people seeking help for their mental well-being, Vincent did not take that opportunity. He also had a wife in Canada as well. About a month before the incident occurred, a sign of Vincent's anger came out when he had a huge outburst with coworkers at a Walmart store in which they ultimately fired him for. Vincent kept saying that he was hearing voices from God, which a lot of people found off-putting, but for some reason, Vincent found it necessary to go off from the town of Edmonton in a Greyhound bus destined for Winnipeg, only carrying the bare essentials, a few bags of clothes, a couple of snacks, his laptop, and a hunting knife that he had purchased. When his bus had a stop on July 29th of 2008 at about 6 o'clock p.m. in Erickson, Manitoba, he sat on a park bench for a ridiculous amount of time. He was unflinching and stoic. He didn't sleep at all that night and just sat on the bench. A bystander said that they had saw a man sitting on a park bench at about 3 o'clock a.m. the morning of July 30th. When the sun broke, he offered a 15-year-old named Darren Beatty his laptop for only 60 bucks which is actually really, really cheap back in 2008 money for a laptop. It was after he sold the laptop that he decided to hop on a different bus towards Winnipeg. 
bus 1170. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. This was the same bus that Tim McLean was on. After a lengthy portion of the trip with Vincent sitting towards the front, still stoic, unflinching, and wearing sunglasses the entire time, he had decided to move backwards towards the rear of the Greyhound, finally deciding on sitting next to Tim, who was drifting in and out of sleep. At the same time, Vincent was still hearing his voices from God, but they were also telling him that someone evil was out to get him and that he had to take action. This was now nightfall, and he was exerting more erratic behaviors and even giving a lot of the other 37 passengers on board a bad vibe. Yeah, I've definitely, when you spend that much time on a bus with the same people, you kind of pick up yeah, on who's doing you what. you read people. And that's like one of the people when I took the bus to Denver, one guy ended up getting kicked off because he was drinking and the people around him, like he was talking on the phone, but he wasn't talking to anybody. He was being very erratic. Weird. Similar. And then he was like drinking out of a little plastic vodka okay. bottle. Sure. And all the other cus- or all the other passengers around him ended up going up to the bus driver and was like, yo, this dude's acting really weird. He's yeah. going into his phone. He has alcohol on him. And that's when the bus pulled over and was like, we had to stop and wait for the police to come. Like he got kicked off the bus. They took away his alcohol and then the police came and took him away. So I definitely feel these other passengers. Just kind of feeling a presence and yeah. something off-putting. If you spend that much time with people on a little quiet bus, you kind yeah. of pick up on what's happening. Oh, 110%. But the weird thing was, it was at this point that God was speaking more to Vincent and told him that he had to kill somebody before they killed him first. That somebody being Tim McLean. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's customary on murder and such for us to give you a very grisly detail of the events that happened. Mm -hmm. We tell the facts and the events, but we always have respect for the victims and others who may have been involved in the crime. You might also notice if you listen to our podcast, Hunter likes to pick the really gruesome stories, Mm -hmm. the very detailed, Mm -hmm. like brutal shit. And I'm the one that picks like the quirky stories that are very weird and like people don't necessarily know about. You do like a kidnapping and a murder or like a traveling (laughs) corpse or something like that. You know, the typical (laughs) stuff. And I'm like- Nah, how wet can we make this bucket of nasty? (laughs) So you've been warned. As robotic as a human could possibly be with sunglasses on at night, Vincent pulled out his hunting knife from his bag. He turned to his right and he began stabbing Tim McLean, who was fast asleep. Onlookers watched in horror as he continually stabbed Tim over and over and over with no regard for human life. People screamed for the bus to stop, which finally did, and people flooded out of the doors of the Greyhound bus. Tim tried to make a jump over Vincent, but fell short in the aisle of the bus. 
More people ran off the bus until it was finally unloaded except for Tim still laying in the aisle while Vincent kept plunging his knife into the body of Tim. A bystander by the name of Chris Ogwire was flagged down by a passenger who had told him that someone was being stabbed to death on the bus. He instructed them to call the RCMP. He grabbed a pole from the back of his truck and his passenger and then boarded the bus and found Vincent still stabbing Tim. Vincent was empty, much like you would imagine a madman performing such a heinous crime would be. People claimed that he seemed robotic, like a machine that was intent on killing kind of like you would see in like the Terminator. Well, this shocked Chris, but this isn't the end. Chris then saw Vincent continue to stab the obviously dead Tim and took the hunting knife to his throat and started hacking away at the ligaments, spinal cord, trachea, and flesh that held Tim's head to his shoulders. At that time, Vincent stood up with his knife in one hand and Tim's decapitated head in the other and started walking towards Chris. Obviously fucking frightened, Chris backed out of the bus and barricaded the door shut so Vincent couldn't escape. Vincent had started slashing at the barricaded door multiple times and even shoved the decapitated head up against the door to Chris and then started pacing up and down the aisle, shoving Tim's head towards the windows, showing the passengers what he had done. At this time, the RCMP showed up at the scene, but for some reason they would not board the bus. This took place over the course of a couple of hours while the police sat and relayed messages to dispatch of what he was doing at the time, but they would not make any moves against Vincent. But the voice kept telling him to do things, such as dismembering the body even further. So Vincent went back to Tim's corpse. He had slashed through Tim's cheeks, much like you would see the Joker from Batman, used the knife to help dislocate his jaw, gouged out each of his eyeballs, had sliced off both of his ears, cut off his nose, he even pulled the tongue from his mouth and cut that off as far back as the knife would let him. He continued on the remains and started hacking away at his hands, fingers, his feet, made a lengthwise slash down the torso, and then he started to cannibalize the body. Vincent had managed to consume almost a third of Tim's heart it was after this that Vincent had enough time to completely mutilate Tim, scatter his remains around the entire bus, and stuff his nose, one of his ears, and even his tongue in his pockets that Vincent thought of an escape plan to jump out the rear window of the bus in which he was quickly apprehended as he left the knife at the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm never going to get on a bus again. I was going to say... And that's why I don't take the bus. <laughs> if you could do this shit on a fucking plane, more power to you. But usually, there's a marshal on board. No, you know what? You know what? I'm changing that. I'm never going to take a bus to Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. See? All these Canadians are real fucking nice. Too nice. Until, like yeah. <laughs> fucking <have>. God. <laughs> they should have shot him. Canada has a preservation of life policy. And maybe they could sense that something was mentally not right. Because mm -hmm. obviously... We, we don't, we don't dog on people for mental health. We actually like helping people and supporting people who know that they don't have something right, but you don't see this on a normal person, even in like a scorned lover kind of way. This shit usually doesn't happen. It comes from somebody who is very, very, very mentally disturbed. People don't act like that normally. Oh no, 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 no. 
I mean, I mean, it's that's my my idea of a fun Saturday night. But you know, (laughs) I don't go on the Greyhound bus. You just do it in the comfort of your own home. Yes, (laughs) yes. I I bring people over like you. Oh, oh! (laughs) You've been hacked apart in movies, though. I have. You're right. Yeah, I'm used to it. So the police took him in and saw that there was something definitely wrong. They obviously had the murder caught red-handed and dead to rights. Vincent had finally snapped out of his manic state and personally wanted to atone for his crime. He wanted an execution, considering he finally felt the gravity of the grisly act that he had committed against an innocent person just looking to go home. But Canada has no death penalty system, much like we have in certain states here in America. Even if you would have got, even to get convicted for murder, there's no option for the death penalty. Nope, you won't be executed. See, those Canadians are too nice, Damn, damn Canadians, eh? You guys gotta stop being so nice up there. (laughs) However, considering his manic state, the authorities had decided to commit him to a mental institution in Winnipeg a week after the murder. But on March 3rd of 2009, the Canadian legal system found him not criminally responsible for murder by a unanimous vote. Instead of being sent to prison, he was sent to the Selkirk Mental Health Center. This is what pissed off a lot of Canadians, especially the family and friends of Timothy McLean. Multiple lawsuits had been brought against the Greyhound Bus Company, the RCMP, the Government of Canada, the Attorney General of Canada, and even multiple lawsuits against Vincent himself, some of which were eventually dropped. Now, in February of 2016, Vincent was looking to have his name changed, which he eventually did have it changed to Will Baker, but was also seeking a discharge from the mental institution, which he was eventually granted on February 10th of 2017. Vincent, or Will Baker, was a free man and would not be held responsible for the killing of an outgoing young man who was just in the wrong place at the wrong time time okay so never befriend anybody named will baker will baker um, if you get that on facebook you hit decline you hit decline and you don't tell him where you're going on that it's usually one of those facebook profiles like it's a really generic name and it's like a person who uploaded their photos like 36 minutes ago but you have that one really dumb friend who's like well they're hot i'm just gonna add them and, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then that that's how the fucking russians hack us <laughs> now tim mclean senior which is tim's father had gotten a tattoo on his chest of Tim Jr.'s portrait, which was very tastefully done, but the family and friends of Tim McLean still will have no closure, no answers, and nobody to pay for the murder of Tim McLean. Now, like I said, a big moral to this story that we always touch on is if that you're not feeling right, you can always talk to somebody. There is always help out there, and there's no shame in seeking help if you don't feel okay in the headspace. I mean, even talk to us. Talk to us. Even in that case, everybody struggles, but there is always somebody willing to help. If you need help finding any services in your area, you're always welcome to reach out to us, and we can try to find some people that will help you. We have always and will always mean that. We are your friends. We are your friends that talk about really gross stuff. And throw a lot of fucking F-bombs out there. (laughs) But there you have it. That's a taste of things to come with murder and such. And that is the episode. Again, Haley is not with me right now, but we wanted to put that episode back up because we're really proud of it in some crazy fucking way. And don't forget to go check out our sponsor, Morbid Empire, by visiting morbidempire.bigcartel.com. And don't forget to use code MAS15 at checkout to save 15% off your order. 
But please go check out murderandsuch.com to find all the info regarding the t-shirts, regarding how to submit questions for episode 50, and you can find links to our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages, which is at murderandsuch. Follow Haley on Instagram at Haley.jay.horror, like horror movies. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, the PlayStation Network, and Snapchat at Huntor27. And again, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye! Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.